This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I just drink wine. Welcome to the wine situation, where we find out people's situation with wine. We also find out their situation, but with wine in our glasses and our mouths and our stomachs and our souls. I am Ellen Clifford. I, uh, my former co-host called me Mademoiselle La Palette, but I've decided that I want to embrace a more fluid uh, name, and I would like to just be called The Palette. Oh, your nickname's The Palette now? <laughs> My new nickname is The Palette. <laughs> and that there with me is David Zwick. He is my, my foil, my sound engineer, my podcast guru. Yeah, I'm just here for emotional support he, for you. <laughs> he knows it. I need him. It's true, though. It's really true, though. We, as I said, find out people's situation with wine. Um, I'm so excited about my guest slash guest. I'm also that we have today. Also, the wine we have is you gave me an excuse to open a really cool bottle. But before I get into all that, uh, just really quick, you guys, it's the new year. People make resolutions. I never do, but it's fun to make wine resolutions because you always need an excuse to open up things. I mean, you don't, but I like to have one. So my wine resolution is I'm going to try and pay more attention to like learning vintages, trying different vintages, comparing vintages. I want to get more vintage savvy. That's great. Thank you. Uh, I'll do mine quickly, and then let's introduce the guests. Sure. I have five bottles of wine at my place, and we've made it abundantly clear we are on different ends of the wine. You're an expert. I'm very much a wine novice. (laughs) You're learning. Uh, I have five bottles of wine at my place. I will finish them by the end of 2020. (laughs) (laughs) I can help, depending what the bottles are. Yeah. I'll just drink them. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should do that. I, I endorse this. Uh, I endorse this resolution. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, those are your 2020 uh, wine resolutions. Um, I'm not going to delay any longer. I'm so excited about my guest because it was, uh, you know, I'm surprised I even have her here because I was a uh, slightly intoxicated person sharing an Uber with her, and I found out she worked for Pastry Gods and was like, here's my card. <laughs> and she actually got in touch with me. Uh, she has worked at Republique. She is now at uh, the Cronut King himself's Dominique Ansel's place at the Grove. Uh, please welcome to the show, Ronnie Pesson. Hi, guys. <laughs> and Ronnie brought with her her friend Candace Rubens, Nailed who tells it. me she's a non-juju. That's what I came up with. That's a new term. <laughs> and she's also in hospitality. <laughs> yes. HR focused. You're welcome. Excellent. <laughs> so we will be getting weigh-ins from Candace as well. Just kind of make sure we're not being harassed today. Yeah. Employees first. Well, I mean, it's kind of like you met me once in a darkened Uber, so it probably makes sense to want to bring, like, protection just in case, like, your bodyguard. I I don't know what's going on here, guys. Uh, Just kidding, just kidding. Um, so I asked you what wines you favor, and do you want to talk about that, and then I'll explain what I'm pouring for Absolutely. us to drink? Absolutely. Um, I'm always a fan of a very dry rosé. I'm actually a fan of most things dry. Um, I'm currently getting more into pet nats and like oranges and natural wines, but literally if it's dry, I'm interested. Cool. Thank you. Um, so you mentioned being into Sunset Rosés. And I have not a Sancerre rosé, but it is from the Loire Valley. Um, it's a rosé 
Delubar from this producer Thibaut Bodignon. He's kind of like the like biodynamic natural rock star of the Loire right now. I've only ever had a Chenin Blanc. I don't know how his rosé is. We'll talk about it in a minute, but let's cheers it. Salud. And try it. I hope it's not corked. Mm, that's nice. That's nice. That's dry. Is that dry yeah, yeah. for you? Yeah, that's totally fine. That's very subtle. I feel it will continue to evolve. Yeah. Um, it is a blend. Oh, let's see. I wrote it down. Uh, it, yeah, it's a Cabernet Franc mostly, and then another grape called Gou. Nice. Mm. Say that second grape again. I'm probably saying it wrong. Uh, Spell it's spelled G R O L L E A U. You pretty much only ever see it in Loire Valley blends. Okay. Um, you know better than I, so. <laughs> yeah. We trust you. <laughs> the thing that's interesting about Bodignan is you, like, his wines are just so, like, perfectly balanced and crafted you you would not who is not this a, guy Thibaut Bourignon he's just a young winemaker in the Loire Valley like like a uh, recent winemaker um what like a recent winemaker um I'm not sure how long exactly but he's not one of the like from what I hear he's a youngish younger-ish guy which probably means like 30s or something okay I have not I have not researched him thoroughly so much as I just know whenever you say Bodignon, people are like, ooh. <laughs> and like his wines, uh, you you wouldn't necessarily know that he's like one of those adds nothing natural winemaker types dudes. Like they're just very elegant, refined wines, which I mean, I think people need to learn that natural wine can be many things. So I feel like he's a good example. Yeah. This would literally I like picture myself on a porch drinking this. Mm. Or like a balcony, like it's just like the perfect like sunset wine. Mm. Mm-hmm. We can play what's in a glass in a minute, <laughs> but <laughs> oh, it's it's a, it's a thing we do on the ah, show. Okay, uh, um, let's talk about you some. So you work in pastry. I do. Yeah, I find myself in bakeries often. Um, it lends to my love for coffee. I find. Oh, that is that where it all started? It's kind of where it all started. Is I worked in like a cafe um, inside of a hostel in San Francisco, actually, where I was making all of their pastries for the most part. Oh wow! Um, and I got really into coffees, and the person that I was uh, like one of my coworkers was also into making uh, like coffee cocktails without like uh, without alcohol, so like coffee mocktails. Oh, like, so like adding like. Uh, he would bring like different bitters and stuff. So I guess that would be a cocktail at that point. But like a very low ABV cocktail because um, he was working at this other really, really cool ca- uh, coffee shop called um, Absinthe in, down- in uh, downtown San Francisco. Wait, is uh, is that where you're from? Uh, no, I just lived up there for a hot minute for school. Gotcha. Um, but I didn't work in like restaurants or anything until I moved to the Bay Area. Gotcha. Um, but from there, I like really started loving coffee. And then I worked at a, really, a couple of really cool cafes in and out of uh, – really just in and out of the Bay Area. Um, yeah, until I landed actually working at a, at a, like a, a hotel, at a Kimpton Hotel in San Jose. Oh, okay, those are, Our, those are nice hotels. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, managing one of their restaurants. Um, so I actually got into doing uh, bartending be- uh, because I didn't have any bartending experience, but we had uh, right down the street uh, from us was the Apple Academy. So all of the time for like happy hour, those guys would come in. And What's they would, the Apple Academy? Sorry. Um, so like uh, like the people who work for Apple. So they go oh, to like workshops. Oh, that, that, okay. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Know if it was like a restaurant, I should know. <laughs> no, no. Uh, okay. <laughs> like a lot of like techie guys yeah. coming down. So they're like into like old fashioned happy hours and like a little bit more of like intricate cocktails mm. that 
you know, take some time. So. I would think if you could pull a <laughs> pull a quality, you know, you could probably learn how to make a really good cocktail. Totally. And um, but this guy, he his name's Edder. He totally showed me everything I know. He was like, I'm gonna show you how to do things because like. I always ended up being on the shifts that were busy. It was never the bar manager for whatever reason. It was never that way. Um, so I, he was like, you're going to learn because <laughs> you have to. <laughs> um, so yeah, like from there, I've, I haven't actually been in practice with bars until like a lot of the bar programs actually until recently with Dominique Ansel, mm. um, where I'm, I've redone their bar program and I'm currently working on their wine list. Um, oh, wow. If you need consult, yes, let me know. <laughs> by all means, come on in and uh, take a look, <laughs> sample some things and let me know where I need to go. <laughs> I mean, happy to. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. So wait, what brought you down to LA? Uh, what brought me back down was actually, uh, family. Uh, my grandfather wasn't doing so hot. Um, he has, or he had a disease called, uh, like it was a cousin of Lou Gehrig's disease. Oh. So like his motor functions were like slowly depleting and he had like a nasty fall and I was like, you know what, maybe it's time I come back to LA. So I take it that's where you're from originally. Yeah. I'm oh, originally wow. from here. Yeah. I'm really actually from the Valley, uh, San okay. Fernando Valley, more specifically Chatsworth. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, <laughs> Um, I think I drove there once. I possibly probably drove through a lot of horses <laughs> and uh, now homeless people for whatever reason. Like that's one of the endings of the train stops. So like a lot of homeless people have started to reside there, and it like mildly resembles Skid Row uh, to the point where like my 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 family doesn't live there anymore. Like they got out of there and they moved to the desert. Well, I guess more oh. into the desert. <laughs> well, I'm glad you have a home here. And yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm glad you found places to, to work. So then you found yourself at Republique. Um, then... I found myself, actually, I found myself at the district by Hannah on to start, mm. um, where I was the executive assistant to the owner. But I really became, like, the GM's assistant because she was never real. Her, um, it's not that she wasn't around, but her husband had passed away. So she was, like, not really on site as much anymore. Um, so it became, like, his show situationally. And... Um, yeah, like I just, he took me under his arm and was like, all right, Ronnie, run all the events, do this for the me, run service today, do this, do that, make my schedule. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was like really cool. Like I got a lot of my experience from that guy who actually is no longer, well, I guess that company's now closed down. But yeah, from there I went to Republique. Um, and then from Republique I helped, um, I realized that that was a little bit too much for me to handle and I needed to get out of there. Um, I was if, a witness. Oh yeah, <laughs> if, uh, That's how we met. it's our love story. Yeah, uh, it was a little too much for me to handle without the proper support, and oh, I went to them asking for the proper rough. support, and it wasn't gonna happen. So um, I got out of there, and it was a mutual parting. And uh, from there on, I went to help open up Friends and Family, which is a um, oh yeah, beautifully deliciously i mean by beautiful i mean like their breads are so beautiful Ugh. uh the best breads in la is in friends and family yeah hi she wasn't like, she wasn't paid to say this i'm not Just paid that. to say it um, where in town is friends and family <laughs> it's right across from jumbo's clown room oh oh, oh so it's right it, by tabula yeah it's right right down the, actually uh for a hot minute tabula rasa was using uh, do they use their pretzels their, their baguettes actually i've oh. wondered about uh, that they place have such good it's bread across there. from hollywood pets it's so good. I have I had the bread at Tabula, and if it's that bread, it's. I can't. I can't vouch for it currently, but when I was okay. there, it was that bread. And the nice. same thing, they re- the uh, Silver Lake Wine was using their bread. If you oh, had, okay. that's also great. If you've had Cognoscenti pastries, you've had their pastries. If you had Dinosaur Coffee pastries, you've also had their pastries. But uh, honestly, best bread in Los Angeles. I do a lot of sourdough bases. Um, 
And I, oh man, it's just so good. Just so good. So how much on your own, well, I guess you're usually working, but do you still, do, do you bake much yourself or are you more like the puppet master who's like, um, I never, I never really baked in house. No, but I bake for people all the time. Uh, cool. like I, I like to dabble in cheesecakes. <gasps> Uh, I like playing with flavors of cheesecakes. Nice. Uh, my most uh, successful one to date is definitely a lemon blueberry cheesecake. That sounds great. Um, I did like a like a lemon cookie crust, like a lemon shortbread cookie yeah. crust, and then I did added like extra vanilla in that, and then I did um, a New York style cheesecake where I did like a super super vanilla bean base, and I uh, whipped in a blueberry compote, um, and did like a little marble, and then baked that off, and that was. That sounds great. Pretty bomb. Um, that sounds really good. It was for my dad joke party. It was uh, Your dad joke party. <laughs> it was some. You know, it's one of those things. I made dad's favorite treats. I made mini lasagnas. Oh. I had little meatballs. <laughs> oh my god! You blueberry cheesecake. <laughs> This is so good. You need to have more of these parties, and you're making me. I used to have with a friend pie parties. Oh, yeah, to to play with the pie. Maybe maybe you can join in our collab, and we can all throw a party together. I'm in a cookbook. I'm super down. Wait, what? I'm in a cookbook club now. Yeah, really. Oh my gosh, great thing. What's what's the cookbook? cookbook? You guys all make recipes. So the the way it works, yeah, you, you someone selects. It's a very small group right now, but someone selects a cookbook. Uh, we have a month to pick out a recipe so the book gets passed around. Okay. And then there's a dinner party, and at that dinner oh, party, the next, so cool. the next cookbook gets selected at that one while we're yeah, doing the still. old recipes. So it's like That's a, a really good one. It is a potluck. Like it's a potluck cool. selecting recipes from I a like cookbook. That a lot. Yeah, it's great. That's. I might steal that. I know that's yeah. such a good idea. One of my friends, I don't know whether she came up with the idea or saw it and wanted to do it, but uh, it has been, we've only done it twice and it's quickly become my favorite thing. Oh, that sounds like yeah. the best thing. I forgot to uh, say it in the intro, but for, for you guys and for our audience, David um, hosts a podcast too called Try It, You'll Like It, where people try one thing they hate for one last time. Am I saying that right? Yeah, so yeah. We, and people, he's an amazing cook. Yeah, so if you hate a certain food, we make like five versions of it. Okay. So we just did like a pumpkin pie episode where we had a Marie Callender plot pie. I also made one that like was filled with uh, dulce de leche and was vanilla instead of pumpkin spice. Okay. Really trying to diagnose what someone Why might not like about pumpkin pie. Right. And also made a savory just because like what if like the sweetness aspect is what bothers you. I'll that's just say cool. David's uh, also like in the food. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I, mean that's, I think that's it. an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no pre- no professional experience uh but, but the food the, tastes. I, I try. I try. <laughs> He's made some of the best ice cream I've ever tried, and it had beer in it. And I, I was on the show because I don't like beer, and he was like, "Let's get her." I, I liked the beer ice cream. It was so good. It was really good ice cream. <laughs> it was. I got a whisper about it. Good. <laughs> That's like a super win. He's like, "Yes." It's more. I just love ice cream so much. Oh well. Wow. <laughs> I'm thinking about ice cream. And fresh is like another level. <laughs> yeah. Guys, when, when we finish recording this, can we go get some bread at friends and family and take it next door to Tabula Rasa and then walk by Salt and Straw on the way home? No. <laughs> Making plans for later tonight. That's not how Los Angeles works. No, I know, but this is a fantasy world <laughs> in my head. If honestly, if friends and family was open right now, uh, I would be down. They close at like 
4 p.m. Of or something. Of course, too much. Darn those bakeries. But this is totally, I'm sorry, this is totally a plan to go at like 3.30, get the bread, and then go to Tabla Rasa at 4 when they open. Did, I mean. Did, when you were there, did they have a deal that some bakeries sometimes do where it's like, oh, this bread is cheaper because it's the end of the day? Um, Actually, sometimes uh, they would do half off pastries uh, just because nothing carried over the next day. Absolutely nothing. Everything was baked fresh every single day. That's amazing. Um, so that's, Yeah. <laughs> It's super, it's, I mean, that's what Dominique Ansel does too, but it's like super unheard of. Like not a lot of people do that. It's okay. like very rare in the bakery community. Okay. I have a question for you about where you work right now. And then I also have, I need to, I'm not going to quiz you too much. So Candace's I'm ready. eyes just <laughs> open big. Got really uh, sober. Deer but in headlights you, over there. Uh, take a deep <laughs> breath. And meanwhile, what, how do you feel about the Cronut? I've never had one. <gasps> Oh one? my goodness! Yes. I've never if had I had one. No, and I would have brought you one. <laughs> well, I'm gonna come analyze your wine for oh you, so goodness. you can save me one. Um, if I can be totally honest, cronuts are awesome. I am a cronut hole fan through and through. Oh. So on brunch, we do cronut holes, which will be the exact fillings we have for the cronut okay but in like donut hole form i could be into <laughs> see here's my thing is i'm the weirdo who doesn't much care for something about most donuts i don't I, like, that's literally me I'm i don't DKA, like donuts there's always there's team cronut team dka i'm a team dka fan through and through i love queen amons yes please i love queen amons they're so delicious that's literally where I'm i made at. them once they're so good that's literally where i'm at i love queen amons and i actually just learned that chef dominique is the reason why queen amons are so popular oh. in the states he's the one that's why they're called the DKA. Uh, or the Dominique. I, I didn't know the. I didn't know that either. Oh, okay. My boss. I was like telling my boss about these wonderful Queenamons, and he's like, you know, it's only because of Chef Dominique. And I was like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. I had only ever read about them, but then I made croissant once, and then I was like, okay, now the next level, I have to make Queenamont. If they, uh, they just my, take so for, much planning. They do. For someone who might be listening and is wondering, oh, a queen like mom. me, yeah. right oh, here, this queen person is a caramelized croissant. So in the lamination process, yeah, they uh, they they essentially sheet in also butter. So or not butter, they sheet in sugar Sugar's over the butter. Well the butter. So um, when it mm. cooks off, everything caramelizes. And you bake it in a different kind of shape, and, uh, or at least you you bake it in like a little circular. Um, they look like oh, little clover, like creme brulee, yeah, you like, donut. You I baked of, mine in a muffin tin, like you kind of like ruffle them in like a like you fold them in like a package i gotta have one That's oh all. they're so off, good and they're like this they look like little roses they're spelled weird <laughs> yes they're spelled k-o-u-i-g-h-n yes, like, space they're spelled queen like if you were to read it's it it would, it would read like quigamon <laughs> yeah yeah the amount of it people that like pronounce a... it to me that way it's it's unfortunate um but it's true it thank happens. you it's okay. You I'm should ignorant. pair them with like Some a really things. difficult to pronounce wine so that I, people could just oh, be so Queen Amon, Persimmon, so No one would order that pairing. Um, <laughs> however, the best things are, I love to rebake Queen Amons. I shouldn't say this because you're not supposed to do it, but mm. I'll cut it open and I'll mm. toast them off, like Ooh, yeah. really like broil them. I'm into that. I'll add peanut butter, almond butter, I'm whatever it is. Add some cinnamon and oh my gosh. Oh, the best cinnamon toast ever. It really is. Oh my Maybe God. a little honey. It's so great. You'll or do cinnamon sugar. with peanut butter? That's Oh, delicious. yes. Have you never had that? Have you never tried that? Try no. it. You might like it. Okay. <laughs> okay. You'll like it. <laughs> I love it. This is so exciting. I should have pastry people on the show more often. 
<laughs> getting all my baker juices like running. I've been told by literally every, every, not every, most of the chefs I've worked for, line cooks I've worked with, I've been told that I'm really good at repurposing the food. Like, oh, you're, you're that's clever. a good skill. I've been called, I call it Ron Bond's Tasty Maps. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the name just while I'm thinking what is the is Ronnie short for something no my name on my birth certificate is Ronnie and actually every single person that just reads my name to start without seeing me they're like oh that's a dude I literally shook a guy's hand um, at like some uh, electronic store in downtown LA today he's like what's your name sweetheart and I was like oh it's Ronnie and he goes oh, that's a man's name and I'm like thank you man <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for when I <laughs> This is what I'm going for when I tell people I'm the palate. Before they meet me, they will be expecting a burly They'll wine be, asshole. 100%. They'll be expecting yeah. some dude with Where's like the palate? long white hair and a balding spot. Mm. Mutton chops or no? Oh, I was picturing the, the palate being more like sort of a hardened, like I've been in the wine trenches, like like kind of like butt, like maybe it's just that I've been like lifting weights maybe trying burly? to make my butt bigger, but yeah, like, like, like ripped. I was imagining an anthropomorphized tongue. Ooh. <laughs> I think we all have different visions. Yeah. This is going to be interesting. Yeah, no one's going to well no one's going to assume you. Yes, yes. <laughs> Ronnie and the palette coming at you. Boom. <laughs> Candace. Yes. Oh my god, she's so nervous. Um where, where do you you're in so she's also in hospitality. What do you t- just you, I just want to know where you work. What do you, what's your story? Um, I, I, have, I have a story. She's an interesting Give us a story. A little something. Um, well, I've worked in hospitality since I was like 16. Started at the local Italian restaurant. Also from in, L.A.? No, I'm from uh, Brooklyn, New York. Oh, From the nice. very um, non-city Thank side. You. It's called Bergen Beach. Uh, you Never really only there. know it yep. if you were born there or know somebody from there. Uh, it's it's uh, very southeast. So if you think of Coney Island on the, on the west, south side of Brooklyn, it's the east outside yeah i'm near rockaways near the rockaways um anyways so uh i grew up down there to suburban uh went upstate to albany not that great but um i did uh get into pastry myself Ah. um i worked in like prep cook and i was like oh those look really good sweets i want to learn how to do that so i went to uh, community college took a entry-level baking and cooking class but when we saw next level was Queen Amon, you're like, I cannot pass that. I was test. like, I don't know that. Fuck I don't that. know that. I can't. I didn't. I didn't do sponge <laughs> sugar. I didn't. I didn't spin sugar. I didn't oh. get that far. But I did do never caramels, caramels, and chocolates. and chocolates. That is my my Ooh. forte. I was a chocolatier. Oh my gosh, we've yes. got like one person from everything here. Right now. This is <laughs> so, so exciting. Got a mix, yeah. Um, so I went into kind of a debt we'll say in, in upstate I was like well I'm not really making enough money to survive up here so I moved back so to I Brooklyn moved to LA where everyone <laughs> makes it big yeah. I were I well long long story short moved back to Brooklyn started working in uh restaurants uh got a job at Aqua Grill in Spring Street I don't know if you know that place they used to have a chocolatier program cool. learned from a guy made fresh ice creams and pastries and I love chocolates the most making ganaches and caramel Ooh. ganaches and um, so I still take that with me. I keep it as a hobby, but I moved into front of house management, um, and then into HR primarily ac- actually out here. My first, uh, HR true gig was at Republic as their office manager. 
and then I moved over to 71 Above at the oh, US Bank okay. Tower. I know yeah. some of the songs. Yeah, over they're there. pretty yeah. wine knowledgeable. Catherine and um, 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 I'm blanking on his Ryan. name. Um, Ryan. No, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan's yeah, in, been there in our Spago blind tasting yeah. group. They're, and Missy, yeah, they've they're been there fabulous since the people. Start, and I and love they know that. all their shit about wine. They are yeah. quite, quite knowledgeable. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Too much. I'm just never going to go up there. It's too high. No. Oh, it's such a beautiful view. God, the sunset. I've never been up there I love it. The, I've been in you, Spire you 70. Do it, it for a drink. Spire do it for one drink. is higher. I'll, I'll do it for one drink. Please. Do it for and one it's drink. worth it. The and then you'll the have cocktails. the one drink and you'll be yeah. okay. Yeah. I did an event involved with the slide and oh. I was like, this is a fantastic. I'm dying to do it was the right, slide. I've never done it. It was right when they I'm opened the slide. And there was a whole celebration. It was helping out a friend of mine who worked events and I, even though I saw like, oh, this is a safe slide, I'm never gonna go down it. I have no, a heights thing. Oh, oh, I will. Okay. I'm 100. No, percent That's actually scarier than just being I, in a like space that's high up. Yeah, but, but once it, no. It, <laughs> I need to know that someone's gonna let me leave, oh. and I need like a 20 minutes where it's like, oh, there's no earthquake, anything happening. Oh. <laughs> I just like the idea of being up that high and anything possibly going wrong is just plays into same, all of like, my insecurities and fears. Honestly, it creeps me out if there is like, I don't know why, I just think I forever I feel there's a crack in that glass and I don't want to be the one that breaks that crack. <laughs> It's my my forever fear is falling to my death. So I'm not gonna intentionally put myself on the edge of a building. On so you're never gonna go on like the Willis Tower, Sears Tower thing that people do in Chicago. No, probably not. Absolutely not. It's terrifying. That does not Mm -hmm. sound. My stomach drops looking at photos on Instagram where I'm laying on my couch. Like I know I'm safe, (laughs) (laughs) but the floor's far away. But I could roll off. My stomach drops watching other people do it. Like I can't physically see myself doing it. Palms automatically sweat when I see those people like climbing those free climbers who will like go to the mm. tops of buildings. That makes me nervous. The- no six flags like amusement park. Love so, I mean, roller coasters. Okay, yeah, I, I was gonna say okay, yeah. okay. There was feel, you feel okay with that? Oh, okay. Yeah. I like views that are fun and I like roller coasters. I like. I mean, I haven't been on a roller coaster in a minute, but I've been on all the roller coasters that take. But that's flags. not quite yeah. as high as the seventy-one. Goliath. No, and it's over I think in it's two higher. minutes. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, gotcha. like, that's gotcha. the thing. You see the light. So You're you like, can't. This relax. is gonna be fun. Thrill. And, uh, done. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I like if, if I mean, my life hack for for everyone is if you're gonna go and you want to see a beautiful view and don't want to pay any pricing, go to Banner Continental. Go to the seventieth floor. Well, that's, yeah, my friend used to be on B- Bush- La Boucherie. It's what? free. Don't know, that's the uh, 71st. That was the, oh, that was the competitors. Go to the 70th Let's floor. Uh, oops, uh, it's I've free. Uh, well, that's, well, here's the thing. I don't care about 71. <laughs> but the thing is. I left on good terms. The thing so is. Oh, wait, where are you now? Wait, we didn't get through your story. Okay. Okay. No, what's what's the thing? Straight. No, I applied there and then I didn't get hired is what oh. had happened. So she's it being really fault. shady about it is mm. what is going on. And for whatever reason, she's bringing it up right now. I don't know why. But Spire 73 is costs you like $10 to get up there and it's outdoors. And that's really cool. Or and it go is have a drink at La Boucherie. Yeah, it's, a, it's you're indoors. It's, it is, it's free and it's the exact same pricing and the same drinks, really. Yeah. Uh, dudes, for two seconds, should we play what, What's in Glass is just where we like do our sure. nerdy wine analyzation of this, which is fun to do with other people that are into food and wine. Uh, we sort of run through the, the grid of, of what wine people analyze, starting with like how it looks. It's very peachy salmon, right? Mm-hmm. 
Very peachy salmon. Let me let me smell it. Uh, I, I mean, it's like medium plus intensity. Yeah, it looks like lox. Yeah, it does look like lox. It looks like lox. You're right. Orangey, orangey pink. Was this, this would be light to medium bodied? Uh, yeah. Because based on the, the way it sits on the glass, right? After you yeah, well, it. we didn't look at the tears, the, the but they're like medium thick. I'm not sure what the... Appearance of the wine can sometimes give you a hint of what it is, but it's not an important indication of quality. Mm-hmm. So then we smell it. Put it in medium plus intensity. What do you always smell? I smell like raspberries. Apples. Vanilla. Apples. Ooh, what kind of apple? Crisp green apples. Crisp green. Like just ripe. It's got a little bit of that like I'm by a creek bed running water kind of feel to it. I don't know. Smells like fresh spring. Fresh spring. David? Dry erase markers. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll take I'm very bad at this. No, no, no. It's okay. I think it's... There are no wrong answers. There are no I'm wrong told. answers. It smells like wine. It smells like wine. Okay, well, let's taste it. So first we look at structure, and I would say this is very acidic because my mouth is watering. Mm-hmm. Um, we all sometimes guess the alcohol level. You could, before I had wanted to say like orange or lime, but I don't know if that's true. Orange or lime flavor? Smell. Oh, smell? Like uh, uh, I essential see the, oil smell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see like a little lime, little lime pith kind of thing. Like yeah. It's that bitter lime, bitter lime pith. That sounds about right. And then what are we doing now? Guessing the alcohol? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's burning my nose hairs a little bit, but I don't think it's that high. I'm going to put it like 12.5. Yeah, I'd put a, I mean, can I put a wider range between 12 and 13? It's not over 13 for sure, but it's like, it's it's either 12, it's between like 12.5 and 13. Like you it's look, not you like, guess. I can't, it's not less than that. Cause yeah, I don't you think can definitely it's definitely not less it. than that. Yeah, I'm, I almost tempted to go higher, but I'm going to say. Um, what did you say? It's like, I think she's spot on with like, it's 12.5 or 13. It's you also said twelve five first. I think it I is. Said twelve five. Is you it twelve five? I looked at it, so I can't guess. It was twelve five. Oh, right. Cool. Yeah, it's twelve point. Go team me. I'll need to do this if I applied to become a master of wine. Yeah, <laughs> congratulations. That was twelve five. Thank you. Oh God, I feel better about myself. So yeah, um, there are no tannins to analyze. We can talk about the flavors. They're very. There's a little bit of like floralness on it. Just a hint of like a little light, like. Yeah, it tastes like spring. Yeah. I don't know. I just like see it like, like Easter morning and you smell flowers blooming. Yeah. Sunsets. Fresh cut grass. That's what I Fresh see. cut water hose. Just kidding. Uh, that's pretty much how we play. There's probably more things we could analyze, but I'm finding this a very pleasant wine. No, definitely. Thank you for sharing. I think sharing. that's what's in the glass. I don't remember any other parts of yeah, it. Yeah, sometimes we do finish. Sometimes we go on at length about like, the body and the flavor intensity, and if there's a red, the tannins. But but the palate's in charge. The now. complexity, the palate's in charge. The palate tells me this is delicious. Mm. You is. are the palate. Uh, oh my god! See wisdom from Candace. Is it Candace with a C? That is correct. I'll okay. just choke just on water. <laughs> uh, I totally sidetracked things. Um, I have to ask you, uh, Ronnie, because she wears a cat necklace. Are you a cat person? You know, I'm an animal person. I like fork jewelry. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is like a cat fork. She's got a fork elephant ring. Yeah, yeah. I like it. 
thing. I feel also we got on a whole Queen Amon tangent when I asked you about the Cronut, and you were like, ah. there's team... All right. So the Cronut. The Cronut is a trademarked uh, pastry. If you've had a Cronut and it's not from a Dominique Ansel-affiliated bakery or kitchen, it is not correct, and it is a Cronut. <laughs> it is 100%... Uh, we're dealing with a ridiculous amount of lawsuits with a bunch oh of people. Oh my gosh, I can um, only imagine. Because it's it's what it's his trademark. So it's what he's done. Would a person who generally doesn't like donuts but loves croissants like it, or does it taste? Does the frying make it very donutty? I mean, it doesn't make it donutty, but there's okay. two fillings in it. So oh, I mean, you, I'm into filling. Then you might really be into because filling it. doesn't taste like donuts. No, no, no. But there's definitely it has like the donut aspect and the fact that it has like that fry taste, but okay. it still has the layers of a croissant. Okay. Um, and it's to totally filled. Like when it's filled, it tastes like wonderful but again i'm more of a cronut whole fan um i find that the cronut is a little too much for me mm. um it might be great to share oh, okay um, but i just but i like gives the you a holes. single yeah i also am more of a donut hole person so you know like if i can be honest that's maybe yeah i just like holes more than i like full things i don't know with the holes you get more surface area coverage for frying yeah True. But also you get more icing, and it's I'm like an more, icing fiend. Right. Like yes. I've sometimes liked donut holes, particularly chocolate cake donut holes, are with, with icing. Those, those are that. tasty. That's, yeah. that's good. I'm also a glaze fan or uh, yeah. sprinkles. That's also where it's at. Mm. Uh, cake. My favorite donut is a cake donut. So like these, yeah, unfortunately, a cronut that's like, I'm sure it's really great. No, I'm not sure. I know it's really great, but <laughs> it's just like. It's too much going on for me. I'd probably do so better just to, to order a, a croissant or a Queen Amon. Yeah. Ellen, can I sidetrack with mm-hmm. a donut uh, controversy I want to discuss? Please, sure. Um, how do we feel about sharing donuts? Like often in office situations, mm-hmm. there'll be like a a knife that will slice the donut. Um, I think you should I'm just a take sh- the donut. You think you should take a whole donut? I'm the opposite. You should just take the donut. I think you're allowed to slice it. Into sixths. And I know, I, I draw the line at quarters. <laughs> oh, I say half. Okay. I'm a person who likes to try everything. Um, so I'm okay with maybe a little donut sharing, but I want to, I think it would need to be consensual. <laughs> I'm a germaphobe to the max. Oh, I don't want people touching okay. my stuff. You take the donut or don't touch my donut. Okay. I'm also, <laughs> I think you're allowed to restrict no filled donuts for slicing. That's fair. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the, a good call. Spread it that's the, fair. Yeah, because yes. that's filling. However, I mean, donut friend fillings. What are donut friend fillings? Have you never had a donut I've friend I've heard. Donut? Wait, is that the guy in the valley? Those are no, the vegan donuts that originated in, in Highland oh. Park, but now there's one in downtown. Okay. The one downtown's at Grand Central, right? Um, no, it's across from the Spring Arcade, actually. Oh, I did not okay, know that. Two questions. Yeah. How do you feel about people who bake circles of bready things and call them donuts and how do you feel about people who fucking like or like it's a simple baked it's a it's a bagel but it's not fried or not not boiled first or a pretzel and i'm like it's not a pretzel or or a bagel if you don't boil it in solution first speaking of friends and family they do bagels right too um i mean like i'm like good (laughs) (laughs) like i was gonna kick you out if that was they do bagels right too i mean speaking of best bread they also mm. do bagels. Um, like, literally, they won't put them out when they're not done right. They do boil them first. But if it's not boiled properly, they won't put them out. We yeah. don't have I just feel like I see, like, day. idiot food bloggers who are, like, baked donuts. And here's your quick pretzel. And I'm like, it's not a pretzel if you don't boil I'm it. Not it's, into, it's just bread shaped in a thing. I'm, I'm not into any of these people trying to 
essentially accommodate like dietary restrictions yeah, yeah, for how yeah. something's supposed to be prepared um because the way it's supposed to be prepared is how the tra- the trademark is otherwise or the how it's like literally what the recipe is for that's yeah why people, that's why people call what, it that what way that's literally gives it that's the, what it says yeah so it's like yo this is weird that like out of nowhere you're gonna call that a cake when it's frosting <laughs> that's a big <laughs> ma'am that is a bowl of pudding <laughs> that is not a cake <laughs> don't call it it yeah. Anyways, yeah. No, I'm not for it. I'm not for. It's, it's, call it something else. Come. Yeah. Up with a new exactly. Name. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I, I really. I just wanted to be validated on my like anger at people, especially because pretzels are so good. And if someone said they were gonna give me a pretzel and, and it was just bread shaped like that, I'd be mad. I'd be. Yeah. Me too. I'd be upset. I've thankfully never had that happen to me because I, it sounds like you have. I feel like, I'm not <laughs> sure, but I, the one time I had Auntie Anne's, I was like, are these boiled? Like it was. Mm, I'm a Wexler's they were just, fan. I have never had them. I'm I'm the person who makes pretzels either once Wait, like the Wetzels super. Wexler's or Wexler's? Wexler's. Wex, the deli? No, oh, Wexler's pretzels. Wexler's, yeah. I either Sorry, want like. my gosh. <laughs> I, I'm thinking about bagels too over here, which Wexler's makes good bagels. Uh, I started making them on my own from time. <laughs> Wexler's. I'll have to try them. Have you done Maury's? Because Maury's is pretty close to you. No. I Like, ever since I learned to bake a pretzel, if I really get a I'm pretzel a, craving, I bake a pretzel. Maury's oh. is for bagels. Oh, okay. Mm. I haven't had a bagel in forever, I've guys. been told Sam's on, I think Larchmont is good. Okay. Sam's is good. Too. I've been told... Uh, by two respectable older Jews that I've never, I've never gone, yeah, unfortunately. But, they, but they were like, you know... What if Good the non Jew Jew sitting next to you endorsed think, it, or do you not trust her? I haven't I been there yet. Okay. Rude, but okay. Oh, that's true. Um, <laughs> I haven't just. I've been to Noah's Bagels. Yeah. Okay. My Jewishness Sorry, don't endorses judge me right now. Maurice. Okay. Uh, which is on Bellevue in Silver Lake. They're do, They're newly opened within the last year. They're really great. All right. Noted. I'll check them out. I like Bialis. Bagels oh, and pizza. I'm a beans Pizza's for a delicious and thing. sandwiches. You gotta have good bread to have a Anything good sandwich. Anything with carbs, really. If it's between two carbs, I want it. Like that's just literally at the end of the day. That's why. I mean, I've been told. I was told the other day by my chef that I'm the sandwich queen, and I was like, dude, you have no idea how much <laughs> that means. Yeah, coming from the yeah, I I see that. Do you have a favorite uh, sandwich combination or a signature? Actually, my favorite sandwich combination, um, I ate it every day for two years straight. Oh, wow. At least once a day. Like, That's I loved it so commitment. much. Uh, was like on a rye or a wheat bread, like a good rye or wheat bread, usually marble rye. Mm. Uh, mayonnaise, mustard, salt, pepper, a good grade of turkey. So, like, with like either mesquite or pepper um, or cracked pepper, whatever you want to call it. Uh, deli grade turkey and then tomato red onion lettuce swiss cheese that i'm a vegetarian but like with even if it were just like all those things without the turkey that's like a perfect sandwich because there's nothing like rye and swiss cheese with mustard quite literally if you're gonna like what (laughs) quite literally yeah all all you need is like (laughs) some rye some mustard and some swiss cheese and then all those other things are great too, but like that just sounds like a perfect sandwich. So. It's one of those things that I well crave done. to this day. It's one of those I don't know. It's weird. Everyone made fun of me for that sandwich. But Why? Whatever. It sounds like a great sandwich. Because I had it every day. Oh. They're, like, they're oh. not making fun of the sandwich. They're making fun of the regularity. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Making fun of me for eating that sandwich. Mm. Anyways. Well, they shouldn't. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, you look like you, Candace. Did you have something to say? I said agreed. Agreed. I'm supporting Ronnie and her delicious sandwich making skills. Wait, so you were you we were talking? We got really sidetracked a long time ago. You I were at, that. like that. I'm at, <laughs> I'm at. So where are you now? Is just my question. The, that is the yeah. That's I'm here right now. Oh yes. Um, I work remotely. I uh, okay, I got cool. a pretty sweet uh, HR consulting position in New York. They're based oh. there, and then I convinced them after six months and being recently broken up that I was like, fuck New York. I'm yeah. going to move out because I didn't really want to be home from there. Yeah. And um, my boss is pretty awesome, and she supported me uh, being able to fully work remotely, so I moved out That's to awesome. Italy, and I was there for three months, and then Wait, I... Did you say Italy or Italy? Italy. <laughs> Italia. Sí, Italia. Uh, posso parlare un po' perché ho vissuto in Italia per sei mesi. Um, so I had to do three months, <laughs> to do three months. I had to, I wanted to, yeah. I, I wanted to live in Italy for three months. And then as a American with just a U.S. passport, I had to personally, out of avoiding America, uh, go to other countries that would yeah. accept me for a few months. So I did like Balkans and Albania, oh. Montenegro, Serbia, Oh my gosh. Uh, England. That's where I went to the tender cow. I was talking offline, best, uh, burger that I've had oh. outside of the states um <laughs> anyways and um back to italy because i really liked it there and then came in to new york and los angeles to visit friends and family not the place but the people oh are you visiting right now i am yeah. visiting okay yeah. i did not get that detail <laughs> all right i am mysterious and uh confusing with how i speak it's all right so yes i am currently here temporarily without a flight planned for the next stop so okay. we're hanging around cool very yeah. cool thanks this is all very cool i'm very excited for how this has been turning out thank you i need to throw drunken business cards at people in ubers more often you, <laughs> you get them you get their friends lessons it's life. very exciting be social <laughs> i'm into it yeah um you need a little more wine in your glass oh thank you say that and I will too. Um, let's see. Let me look at my list of various things I was thinking that I would want to ask you about. Uh, do you have a favorite like fancy coffee drink you like to make? You were telling us all about your mushroom uh, coffee this morning, <laughs> which was cool because I've I've tried that before. It's tasty stuff. Um, my actually favorite way to drink coffee is uh, two shots of espresso, sparkling water, uh, mm. lemon rind, and some muddled rosemary is my favorite someone who way. loves an americano and also likes cold coffee that sounds perfect it's really wonderful can you make me one sometime absolutely okay. yeah it's mixed together yeah that sounds great it's, uh i actually let me show you i have a photo of what it would look like i have i used to i'm obsessed with that i right do now. see her post like follow ron star yeah, yeah that's on me. the instagram to see all sorts of cool drinks uh coffee drinks being so this is one of the coffee drinks that i made there's oh no god that looks perfect in at all but it's like 100 like just like that's very pretty that thank looks, you yeah fantastic and it looks like foamy and frothy it is yeah because of the club <laughs> soda and the the crema from the espresso mixes with the club soda and it like becomes this like really wonderful i've made a shakerado from time to time <laughs> What's which a shakerado? is uh, it's like uh well the the version i made you put espresso and ice cubes and yeah churn it up and you pour it in a cup and um then you garnish with a little bit of that lemon twist. yeah 
and maybe a pinch of sugar in the in the blender before you blend. Sugar and it's just or like salt, a, I love actually. cold coffee drinks and a little salt. Yeah, oh, I should try that. Salt time. takes away uh, the acidity in the coffee. So does the lemon, mm. but the lemon adds a little bit of acidity, but in a different way. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Although I yeah day to day I'm a cold brewer partly because my coffee maker broke and I was like I like cold brew better anyway. I feel it. Yeah, that's actually uh, what I put my mu- like part of my mushroom coffee in. I do like okay. what I call like a cold brew tea. Where I do like nice. half the amount of caffeine to make a cold brew, but I add other things in there like the turmeric, black pepper, ginger, cinnamon, the mushroom coffee, ashwagandha, and then I steep that for uh, 36 hours and oh. it's pretty wonderful. It wakes you up really nicely. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> like that's way fancier than I'm like, I make well, a best, cold brew and I put a cinnamon stick in there the sometimes. The best thing is, is that that's it's so a fancy. concentrate, so like you can dilute it, oh. so it like literally lasts for like the week. Yeah, that, I feel like my cold brew people told you cold brew is supposed to be a concentrate. Maybe it's only because I only do 24 hours, but mine is definitely, I just drink it straight. I mean, every now and again, I may make a really weak batch and I'm like, I can't dilute this. Um, where I don't like get the water temperature Maybe hot if enough. I did 36 hours though, that would be. Oh, you start with hot water. I do, I do. Oh, well, I, I start okay. with hot water. I let it sit on, I let it get to room temperature uh, from there. Um, about 24 hours. And then I put it in the fridge for the next... Uh, eight to 16 cool yeah 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 i uh i'm all about playing with that stuff right now and i also play with like actually doing like ginger root and turmeric root and like shavings of turmeric and playing with all of that and like putting lavender and rosemary and i that's why i call it coffee tea because like there's a bunch of other <laughs> yeah. stuff in it <laughs> coffee tisane yeah yeah um. Yeah, I like that stuff. How is ginger with coffee? Just ginger is my favorite flavor. I have in made. I make ginger. Sorry, I'm wait. I make ginger both, water both sometimes. Boil, boil the two gin- different ginger yeah, coffee absolutely. opinions. I boil ginger ginger root sometimes in water to make a nice like just ginger aid. Yeah. Um, and I've tried putting that in coffee before, and I thought it was tasty in in the right proportions. Your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, well, when you do it with cinnamon um, and nutmeg, it tastes like mm. uh, gingerbread. It literally tastes like a gingerbread coffee, which is really wonderful. That sounds great. Um, when you just do it regular, it has like a nice like uh, sharpness to it. Adds a sharpness to the coffee, which is also nice, like a spiciness, spicy sharpness. Like great, I like a spice. Is. I love ginger. <laughs> right? I ginger usually do ginger tea separate from coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I tried putting them together, you, and it's worth it. I was gonna yeah. say, put the tea right into the coffee, let it steep, get yeah. the effects of both. Thank you. Uh, podcast world, you're welcome for all these great ideas we're giving you. Yes. For real. Okay. <laughs> uh, gosh, now I'm looking at, like, at all my random questions. Uh, we're not going to talk about Keanu Reeves, probably, because we're going to run out of time. And I, I forget why. I think you, you were posting something about Keanu, and I was Honest, like, oh, my God, Keanu. Wait, Adam so- Driver? Is that the one? No. Never mind. No, it's Keanu I mean, Reeves. we could talk about Adam, Adam Driver, Driver, too. I mean, yeah, he looks also like hot. Keanu Reeves, I guess. They're also, like, they're both that they're weird different. hot. Yeah, they're, they're different, different. different dudes. No, I posted about, I posted, a, like, a walk, Hollywood Walk of Fame. I'll talk about it really quickly. The reason why I posted it, like, I don't know much about Keanu Reeves. I am a, I'm all about memes. Like, I'm a meme fan. Mm. 
through and through. And to be quite honest, it wasn't until this past year that he became like a godlike figure for memes. He was always like that stupid, dumbfounded right. meme, like the what or the people are finally getting serious about exactly. Keanu. Exactly, and now he's like this god. The, the memes of him are like him with a halo around his head. <laughs> you know, like he became like the Yoda. It, it, of he memes. has sort of yeah. So he's evolved. That's why I was like the yeah. real MVP of 2019. Uh, like, you know what I mean? Gotcha. <laughs> I'm like, I don't really know Keanu. Like, I know him, but, like, I'm all about memes. All right. <laughs> Things explain. There you go. Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I gave me an excuse to bring up Keanu Reeves, which is always fun. Um, let's see. Uh, have you heard McDonald's has a new, like, I was thinking of this because of the bakery thing. Apparently, they have these new, like, donut stick things that are atrocious. I was curious if like atrociously good or atrociously like, bad i've never which I makes me sad because i'm a i'm a mcdonald's stan like at least the fries but yeah apparently they, they make these donut the stick apple things pies now. are good too that's why yeah. i'm shocked that the donut sticks are bad apparently they're bad i was curious if you tried them i as a person who doesn't like donuts i wouldn't trust my judgment to judge them yo uh i only <laughs> eat donuts if it's like the bread to my fried chicken sandwich i don't eat really eat donuts gotcha you know if it's birdies or astros astros you're gonna you're gonna pay for the service <laughs> <laughs> The service takes a very long time, but honestly, this, oh. the food is good. Yeah, yeah, we, we give them that. <laughs> I think I've tried their fries. I don't remember. They do like this biscuit fried chicken sandwich, or you can put it on a donut, and it's pretty oh. great. And all their donuts are pretty much filled. They have a lemon poppy seed one that I'm, I'm very fond of. I like that flavor combo. Or there's birdies where you can do the Oreo one. Or the lemon thyme. Or the lemon thyme. That one was pretty, pretty solid. Thyme I think they might still have probably one. my favorite herb. They really also have like a delicious. s'mores one that's pretty solid. Mm. Yeah. And they bake them fresh like every 30 minutes. Fun facts. Yes. Astro's creme brulee is pretty good. Ooh, that's oh, that's true. That was a good one. That yes. one's a singular. You don't really yeah. share that one. No, you don't. That's, that's an example. We tried so, to share it. <laughs> no, no, no. A creme so, brulee donut, you mean? Yeah. So what happened was we went there and we were like the only three people there. And our like friend got served else. immediately and ordered second. Like she ordered after we did. Huh. And so we, we ordered two of. fried chicken sandwiches on the biscuit. And like... Her food came first, and we're like, that's weird. But maybe, all right. We're like, all right, maybe they just made our ticket together. So, like, that didn't make, like, we're like, whatever. And this guy comes up, and he's like, how is everything? Like, 40 well, minutes our later. Food? And we're like, um, well, we're, like, waiting for our chicken sandwiches or whatever. I think you got up and I think went I went, I went to check in, because I was like, maybe they lost it. He and they comes don't back with it. a dozen donuts, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> we <can't> stop. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and we're like, great. And he's like, you won't pay for these chicken sandwiches at all. I'll um, take the free donuts. But we waited like another 20 minutes for those chicken <laughs> oh, no. sandwiches. But in the meantime, we had a dozen donuts. <laughs> and there was, creme brulee was one of them. Yeah. And yeah. she was like already mad at me for being really, she was staying at my apartment that night and I came home very drunk and loud and she was what? mad at me. I don't remember that. So <laughs> she was really mad at me. So she was like, I get to pick the first donut, Ronnie. And she <laughs> picked the creme brulee one. And I was like, man, that's the one I wanted she goes and like tried to share it and it just it it yeah, it got cream, destroyed cream super creamy custard super too creamy custardy yeah, that's not sure. it, it, like it's it like you barely would be a hard one to make you have into to, like, a whole it was like a it was like a jello yeah. texture like it was like like a like a pudding texture not jello like right. a jello pudding yeah yeah <laughs> super loose too loose <laughs> 
No one likes their holes That's too loose. That's what he said. <laughs> That's what he said. Too I'm loose. sorry. I mean, yo, no, speaking of, I was I dropped off cronuts the other day to a table at my at a upstairs in the restaurant and I was like, "Hey, uh, just so you know, careful ladies, these guys squirt." And I, I and, <laughs> But I always say that. I always say that and yeah, everyone yeah. laughs about it, you know, but I've never were they had, appalled. No, they were like, "Ha!" Don't worry, we're used to that. And I'm like, oh my, I did not need to know that from three, I mean, no offense, mildly rotund older women. (laughs) Like, two, kudos, kudos to you. I did not need to know that. Good for them and their donuts and their squirters. I genuinely didn't need to know that they squirt as I'm giving them a squirting donut. That's fun, though. It's you know, right. visualizing. It's oh man, it feels so good. Who needs to watch Pornhub? You could I mean, be. You, just think about you could that. be the most beautiful thing, and I don't need to know that you. Squirt. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. just don't need to know this. I, I, I it's one of those things. No, but you tell. tell me you're not wearing underwear, you weirdo. <laughs> oh goodness, <clears throat> it happened today. Um, no underwear. It's Technically, okay. they're Uniqlo leggings that I slept in. I mean, I wear tights I had all the time. At like, six a.m. and I was. That's like, how she greeted me today, by the way. Oh, okay. She's with a really great right before yeah, eating our buddies. Hi, right I'm not wearing eating. underwear. Hey, babe, how are you? Literally. I'm not wearing underwear. Literally. She acts like uh, unless unless the Uniqlo thin heat tech leggings count as long underwear. I think that counts. It counts. I'm on a big crusade that. Uh, so uh, not as gross. Underwear is not necessary if you're wearing leggings. Too much information. I don't tell okay. you that I squirt though, so we're still friends. <laughs> okay. It'll I'm big in... into wearing <laughs> so A-frame so t-shirts right now, which okay. are a, a 2020 way of saying a wife beater, and I call. Nice. <laughs> 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 Which for me, I call it a shirt because I, I I live in a, an apartment with uh, I have roommates and I think I'm allowed to wear this as a shirt and they're like please put a shirt on I'm like that's a sh- I'll put a top shirt on mm. but the the A frame T shirt is a T shirt based Under- on classification uh, it's led to arguments oh no they, arguments they I I I I'm very confident in an A frame T shirt. I mean, I like I me in an A-frame. I like the way it makes me feel. Like, are your nipples too hard in it? Uh, probably. I'm, okay. I'm all about probably. free the nipples. So. That's, I'm all about I'm okay. The, I'm okay nipple. with it, but I'm wondering yeah. if that's what it was. David, if you want to record a podcast wearing your 2020 you wife beater, <laughs> I'm okay with as it. Long, as long as we can have a fan pointed right at you the entire time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say yeah, keep yeah, it yeah. warm so they're not hard. No, that's the no, no. We got to put them on spotlight. Pun intended. Fair. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, you guys, where has this podcast I don't, gone? We've gone on. It's gone yeah. away. <laughs> it's okay. That's that's what happens. The wine situation. Wine takes people through many situations, and we're getting through them all. There we go. <laughs> through all the situations. Okay, it is time for us to jump into the final five questions. Um, first one. What's the best pairing you've ever had? Ooh, like food and wine pairing or just pairing in general? Any pairing. Well, any food and beverage pairing. Um, Honestly, I'm pretty classic. I literally love a, Gen- like a nice, nice Guinness and a solid burger. Like nothing fancy. I don't need anything extra on it. But like that pairing gets me every single time. Love it. Um, What can pastry teach us about life? To be patient. <laughs> 
fuck yeah. That's, uh, that's fair, especially if you want a queen of man. <laughs> Do you have a chef that you would like to work with? Ooh. Honestly, he already knows how much I want to work with him. Uh, he's like, he's one of my mentors I've worked with in the past before, but like, it's just one of those things where like our paths haven't clicked where um, it's worked in again. But uh, Jason Foley Love is like one of like my favorite chefs. In Sorry, Los Jason. What Foley Love? How do you spell that? Uh, F U L L I L O V E. Okay. Um, where is he at? He's currently at the Magic Castle right now. Um, yeah, uh, it's just one of those things. Like that's not a venue I would want to work in. So it's like something where it's like it just hasn't worked out yeah. again. But like it'll happen. It'll happen. Um, he knows I am a huge supporter. I'm literally his number one fan, and he knows it through and through. All right, <laughs> I love it. Uh, our final question, standard question from the beginning of time, not really time uh, since the podcast began, is what's giving you joy? And Candace, you can tell us joy too if you want. But Ronnie, um, I'm really enjoying creating cocktails for the beverage program. I'm creating cocktails with the chef right now that pair with his food, um, and I'm working on a wine list that influences the restaurant more. So, mm-hmm. like our whole the whole restaurant is uh, modern. Um, excuse me, with French influences, like they use French techniques and things like that. We're not a French restaurant, but we use French techniques. So the wine list, I'm trying to do like a California modern wine list with French influences, like having like a nice solid like wine from France on each segment that is either like by the glass or by the bottle that's approachable that people can um, enjoy as well. Um, That's what I like. I like the creativity aspect of all that. That is awesome. <laughs> um, and with that, that has been uh, our episode with you. Uh, hey, thanks, I wish guys. we like downed this wine, so I feel like we have to do like, like I, it's gonna it's ter- it's, it's supposed to be bad, bad luck, luck, but they say that. But we're just gonna do it for well, sound. Then let's oh just... wait, let's do a fist bump. Okay, ready? Okay. One, two. You guys can't see it, but we're fist bumping. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Cheers! Thanks for listening. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.